0: Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Freestyle Way podcast. I know it's been a couple of weeks where we have not been uploading any episodes because we've been uh, busy and uh, a lot has been going on, such as the COVID-19 outbreak, which, of course, you're familiar with because it is everywhere and that's actually what this episode is about which i'm doing solo rylan is not with me today but uh you know social distancing uh yeah so the question today is how are you navigating the coronavirus outbreak this
1: is the freestyle way
0: All right, let's get into this. So the reason for recording this podcast is because I've been waking up to daily messages from people asking for my opinion on how to best navigate the coronavirus outbreak. Now, these questions are strictly professional, and they come from people who are in the health and fitness industry at the moment, and they are concerned as to how to approach this, meaning They're asking me what is the best course of action to protect their own health, their clients' health, and the community that they serve. Now, in their heart, the decision is very simple. All you have to do is to follow the guidelines suggested by our public authorities and by the CDC. And it's a no brainer for them to double down on social distancing in order to slow down the spread of the virus. Uh, make sure that we protect the vulnerable members of our society and really avoid putting a painful strain on the healthcare system or even collapse the hospitals as we've seen happen already in Italy. Now, unfortunately, what is so easy and simple in their heart to do mentally is not because if there is no fitness practice for them, there's no work, there's no money. And no money means loss. And loss means uncertainty and definitely pain. So the question is, what are we going to do here? And uh, if you are not familiar with the fitness and health scene in the U.S., most people in the U.S., run independent businesses. They're independent contractors or run a small business. And the majority of their income is dependent on the number of paying clients they get either on a daily basis or weekly basis, the number of hours they get scheduled to work uh, from the company that they, they, they work with or are contracted by, or the number of people who attend their seminars and workshops. And very few business owners in the fitness space really run what I would consider a resilient business and are extremely vulnerable to a sudden change in the public behavior as the one that we're seeing right now with this outbreak. And it's actually not just the small independent fitness practitioners and small businesses, it's Also, the bigger organizations, I mean, there are some organizations that have generated in revenue over a billion dollars who, as of today, are pushing to keep their doors open, their trainers working, and, of course, the classes full. The question is, at what risk? Now, I may not have the specific solution for the independent fitness practitioner or small business owner. But what is becoming really clear for me right now is that it is time to get creative. And it's also time to take advantage of how nimble we, and I include myself in this as a small business or independent contractor, how nimble we can be and to really embrace the change that is coming our way and to do it in a way where we feel like, one, we are in touch with What is happening collectively, meaning our global society, and doing this with the intention of one, of course, stopping the spread of the virus, and two, getting more connected with our audience, our clients, our people. The other thing here is there's a chance through creativity to be able to serve our clients at an even higher level. There are things that we can do to give them more than we have been giving them. Also, what we can do is we can leverage technology. We have such great technology at our disposal. I mean, I'm recording this podcast right now, which I'm going to post on on a platform that I use called Anchor, and it will immediately be uh, distributed to all platforms that have podcasts. And on this specific platform, you can actually voice message me and interact with me and we can build community. So technology is there. And if we are smart about this, we're creative about this, we can really leverage it to continue to serve and to continue to build our business and not just build our business. I believe we can transform our business and change the industry as a whole. Now, for those fitness professionals who work for larger companies that are maybe more concerned about maximizing profits rather than working towards a healthier collective, it may be time as employees, trainers, contractors for those organizations to come together and to remind the organization what the business of fitness and health really is. My question for you is, how, how are you navigating this outbreak so far? How is this affecting you? What has your experience been like so far? And of course, I realize you can't answer my question live here. And that's why I went to Instagram to ask the question. And I have to preface here that I asked this question on Instagram on March 13th, three days ago. Today is March 16th. And uh, things have changed a lot since, so be aware. But this is what Rich up in Portland had to say about my question, and he said, Today I had my first bodywork cancellation due to clients' flu-like symptoms. It was immediately filled by someone else, but I am prepared to be out of work for a month or so if need be. Not the optimal situation. But working on people for so long has made me aware that something like this could happen and I've saved enough money to weather for a bit of time. Now, on the other hand, we have my friend Nelson Quadras out in Miami, Florida. He said, it's time to get creative online and to strike. My friend Farron in San Francisco, who's a yoga instructor, said, my schedule is completely canceled except for two things. We shall see what happens. I have another friend in San Francisco who says that he is now with his gym, Acro Sports, where I used to work for a long time, is shut down for three weeks. But we are very lucky that our board and ED have been prudent enough to have an emergency savings for exactly this scenario. All staff will be paid 100% for the next three weeks, but who knows what the future looks like in the following weeks slash months. In Portugal, the stories are a little bit different. All gyms, boxes, schools, public pools, nature parks, beaches, cinemas, cafes, events are closed until April 9th. So it's already affecting ways of life and the economy of what is already an economical precarious country. Spain is doing the same as well. And this is true because... My family lives in Spain, and they are on complete shutdown right now, which happened exactly on March 13th at midnight. And this is no joke. This is a real thing that is happening right now, and people are already struggling. One of them being my good friend Kicho Evangelides, who owns two gyms in northern Spain, Oviedo and Garaje Strength, And this is what he had to say when I gave him a call. Listen in.
2: So we're in lockdown here and uh, it's just, it's getting real now. It's amazing how much can change in 72 hours. If you told me 72 hours ago, my gym would be, well, gyms would be closed for a few weeks. I'd be like, fuck off. Like cockroaches, novio strength, last things that will survive. And now I'm just like, I'm kind of, I'm kind of, you know, an Australian expression hit the six, you know, like hit for a home run. I'm just kind of trying to uh, process it all. Um, it's it, it's it's a complicated time because there's going to be some pretty big repercussions, which you touched upon um, a few weeks ago last time we spoke. And I'm just thinking about, you know, fuck, well, what is everything, you know? Like what's, you know, what's important, what I should do or what I need to do because I'm just a bit lost. A lot of people feel like that. You know, everyone everyone here in Spain, I think Spain, we've learned a big lesson from Italy. We're fucking scared, so we're just staying home, not talk, not, not touching anybody. If we say hello, it's with the shoes, not even the elbow. So it's a, it's it's a weird position. the The thing which scares me a bit is our economy is so weak to begin with. It's not the states, it's not Australia. Like there's not billions and trillions that can be put in every single direction that that sweats. So it's going to be interesting to see how this all turns out.
0: So as you can hear, there is a little bit of vulnerability in Kitcho's tone, and it sounds a little somber, almost a little shook, but inside of that vulnerability is this really strong leader who has, since I spoke to him last Friday, he has now rallied the troops, he is serving his community, and he's making sure that his business doesn't just survive this, but can also continue to thrive. I'm using this applause that you can hear right now. Okay, this is Angel calling me. Let me let me take this. Angel.
3: Yo, what's up, dude? Dude, how are you? I'm good actually. I'm really good.
0: Yeah, what's going on? How how are you feeling? Sorry I missed your call earlier. Yeah, no no
3: problem. No problem. I was just like, hey, you know what? I was just thinking about you and uh so I just tried to give you a call, but um I didn't even give you a heads up of when I was gonna call or whatnot. But um no, I'm good, dude. We're just um we're kicking it. We're uh we're bunkering down. Um I uh I ended up getting a ton of people um um, contacted me about borrowing equipment. So what I ended up doing is, is, uh, creating this kind of like borrow list and, um, yeah, just, I'm honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm driving, I'm dropping things off to people. Um, keeping my distance. I literally just drop it off at the corner, uh, or the sidewalk and then they can use it as they please. Um, I have, uh, you know, my my own little kind of like programming thing going on on Instagram. So anybody that follows me, if they uh, if they don't have anything, you know, they could buy it off of uh, – there's no place to buy it because Amazon just stopped selling um, – uh, they stopped doing deliveries outside of medical stuff, right? Um, so that kind of sucks. But um, other than that, yeah, you know, just – kicking
0: it. (laughs) So that soundbite you just heard there was not planned. It just happened as I was recording a transition here for the podcast. And I thought I would include this soundbite with Angel because he is, for one, the owner and founder of Telegraph CrossFit, the gym that I'm a member at. And you can hear that in his voice, he is now in a good place, although San Francisco has been put on lockdown and they've had to close the gym. And he's also getting creative. And one of those things that he's doing is lending out the equipment from the gym as he's doing online programming. And I think this is something that is super important as an action plan for those who are not in the position that Angel is in right now where he has been forced to shut down the gym or chosen to shut down the gym for Uh, health and safety reasons. So if you're listening and you are a gym owner or a small business owner, remember it's time to get creative. Now, if you are reading the writing on the wall and you can tell that you are still in a safe zone, in quotation marks, you may want to be very methodical about how you are protecting your community and how you're serving them. And that's why I want to go now into a call that I had with the founder, or co-founder rather, of Foundation CrossFit, Andrew Bueno, up in Seattle, Washington, and how he was navigating alongside his co-owner Tony, uh, keeping their community safe, running classes, and what their focus was. And you can also hear the tone in his voice. And now, something to know about Foundation CrossFit is that they have been in business for over 10 years. And they are very methodical. They have great policies in place. They run high level checklists. They care about high level performance. And they are a well lubed machine that have a very strong community and a sense of trust with them. And this is what they did. And I want to share this because I believe that this can be helpful to develop ideas, to prioritize those ideas, and to act now in a way that can be helpful for the future so listen to this conversation that i had with andrew bueno on march 13th that is three days ago before washington state asked them to shut the gym down so here's andrew bueno on a call with me hello yo how are you what's up man calling to ask you some questions about how you're doing up there
1: people in our neighborhood are trying to remain as, as calm as possible. And they're trying to keep, you know, some regularity in their schedules and in their routines with, with their work and things like schools being closed and a lot of events being canceled up here. So it's, it's weird because some of the regular things that, you know, Seattleites would be doing, they they can't do anymore. and, at least, uh, foundation is still a refuge for a lot of people, but we've taken a lot of steps to make sure that everyone, again, is keeping each other safe, and we're trying to be smart about what we're what we're doing in the gym.
0: Yeah. What What are you guys doing right now to make sure that you're keeping your members safe and your coaches?
1: Yeah. So number one, we're we're asking our coaches to be in constant contact with us. We have actually a, a ton of different internal channels where we're in constant communication with each other. And obviously we all have our, each other's numbers if, we're, if we need to text each other. So it, it's, it's a day by day kind of thing. Um, and, and we're not forcing anybody to do anything. We don't mind closing uh, when we need to or, or canceling classes. That said, the biggest thing I think is um, my business partner and I wrote this very long document and we put it up on our blog and stickied it at the top of our page as a letter to explain what was going on. Um, we don't want to buy into the hysteria that's out there because, you know, in the day that we live in, with the internet and social media, it's easy to just get bad info and and weird like theories and uh, plain nonsense out there. That we wanted to be factual with the things that we could control and the things that we can't control um so as a small business as well you know we don't know who's going to who's going to back us up if we are kind of forced to close and and that's the hard part for any and all of the small businesses here <laughs> i keep joking with all my athletes that i'm no longer a coach i'm the head custodian and while they're working out in the gym i'm going around with essentially like reverting back to my first job ever as a busboy at an outback steakhouse, I'm carrying a, a hot bucket around with a cleaning solution and a bunch of clean towels, and I'm wringing them out and refreshing the bucket and wiping literally like every piece of equipment down that hasn't had any love. They're, they're, everything in the gym looks pristine.
0: And, um, and how, so, how how are yeah, the my, athletes adhering to this? Well, number one, the
1: the the first step is trust, and I think we've built a very personal relationship with each of, and one of each and every one of our athletes. One of the things that um I didn't get to mention is while we we're talking about a cleaning crew and the staff doing stuff, um we have we had a a list a list of asks we wanted to put out there. So um we're saying, hey, you come into the gym, the first thing you do is wash your hand you're a wash your hands in the bathroom for you know your, your twenty seconds, hot water uh, antibacterial soap because fortunately we had a nice enough back stock that we're comfortable there and we, we don't have to, to worry about trying to re-up especially because the supply lines in Seattle right now are crazy I don't know if you saw any of the yeah have I... you ever seen an empty shelf at Costco
0: I have now <laughs> yeah
1: that that is wild and I, I've never experienced that in my life living up here and seeing that was a little uh, crazy to me as a customer who wants to buy stuff for home and then as a small business owner who needs to you know make sure we have enough stock to just operate so we've we've since moved to this whole again busser idea and to dry, try to also be a little more clean we just bought a bunch of um, like bussing towels and cleaning towels and we're laundering them multiple times in um, color safe breach and whatnot and then bringing them and folding them at the gym we have a trainer's cart that has like our speakers and our iPads so that the coaches can operate stuff if they choose to do it there um, but since it's all digital they can operate off of their their own mobile phones anyways so athletes come in they wash their hands um, they, they're told obviously not to come to the gym if they're showing any signs or symptoms of any sort of sickness, um, coughing and sneezing, if they have to do it in the gym because you know, they choke on water or whatever, cough into your elbow. We're calling them out to run to the bathroom if we see them You know, touch their face or cover up uh, or if they use tissues. Um, telling them to avoid contact with people who are sick. And then we have a lot of, you know, our neighborhood is very close to a the neighborhood that is all the medical facilities Mm -hmm. so we we've told them to like hey we'll just hold on to your membership um you know you could be one of those carriers who don't show anything but if you're constantly near people with weak immune systems or the elderly then you know it might be best to not worry about getting your workouts in the gym right
0: yeah, so, and is that is that affecting your your business right now in terms of uh, finances, or are you guys still okay?
1: I, I think this is where a lot of people are at right now. A lot of small businesses that operate on you know uh, services where you have to get people into your doors. We're starting to see that happen, and like every news cycle and every you know worry that gets put out there we might get another email or two that say hey i need to cancel or hey i need to to put a hold on to my membership and yeah we're comfortable right now i don't know how long that's going to last and i feel for affiliates you know in like italy who are told by the government that they can't operate uh,
0: do, do you okay. force do you force do you foresee them uh telling you to close the gym
1: with how the, our governor's been like saying, you know, the schools are shut down any gathering of any sort with 250 people or more can't happen anymore. And you're seeing, you know, these big festivals and events and things like uh, places of worship are, are closing down. Um, I, you know, we're on that list somewhere. I just don't know how far down that list we are. I mean, in my, in my head, what I'm saying all the time is, Uh, be smart and adapt whatever that might mean like you know i i've been doing this particular thing now for almost 12 years and i feel like this this could literally end it at any given moment uh just because it it doesn't work without people again that's why it's like be safe be smart and adapt that's that's what it is we we know that we can't program the all these movements where people are trading you're going from a bar to a a ball to a pull-up bar to a pair of rings like that's asking for trouble so it's very much like hey we're gonna do a crossfit version of a step class it's just you and your box the entire time don't move stay here and then let's wipe it down when you're done and disinfect all the surfaces as best we can. Well, air high five and go home and rest. Cause you know, it, it the CrossFit gym is very much more than a place to exercise and it's a social outlet and refuge for a lot of different people. And we want to make sure that with all this stuff going on right now in the current events that, you know, we remain that, that,
0: safety net for some people
1: but it's hard and and you know yeah these answers might change tomorrow
0: and as andrew just said those answers might just change tomorrow and so they did two days later i received a text message from andrew saying all recreational facilities just got shut down by the government here in washington state so they are closed and now shifting gears rapidly and rallying their community. And of course, as that was happening, the domino effect continued to spread throughout the West Coast, and other leaders that I highly respect chose to close their facilities ahead of the authorities asking them to do that. And one of them, of course, Logan Gilbrick, the founder of Deuce Gym, did so, and he did so in a very classic, strong, empowering in my opinion, fashion, and I got to catch up with him and talk to him about what his experience was like doing that and what he foresees the future of his business being and what we can all do to continue to move forward. So here's my call with Logan Gelbrick, where we go into some detail and thoughts behind this whole situation and the process that he is currently navigating and many other are about to do as well.
4: What's up, dude?
0: Logan, how are you?
4: Pretty good. Let me get my ear things.
0: <laughs> Pop those ear things in. <laughs>
4: dude, you're the, uh, you're the, uh, what do we call it? Maybe like, uh, you're the savior of this thing. You're the voice of, uh, influence and reason.
0: I don't know if I'm, uh, the voice of, uh, influence or reason, but, Dude, I have a strong feeling that this is, I mean, this is a once in a century change that's happening right now. Yeah. And I mean, there's a part of me that just wants to say, ah, no, this is no big deal. It's going to blow over. But I think this is uh, a massive shift. And uh, yeah, people aren't ready.
4: Yeah, because we thought it was going to be aliens that was going to bring us together. You know what I mean? (laughs) <laughs> alien a- alien invasion
0: seriously and how how are you feeling i mean man you made that decision yesterday to close the gym how are you
4: i'm okay yeah i mean i think in, in situations like this i just uh really lean heavily on just kind of a What's in my control, type focus, you know, and so it, it it's almost easier to do these types of scenarios because so much is decided for you, you know. So, yeah, I mean, we made what could have felt like, and I definitely empath- empathize with a lot of uh gym owners, specifically small business owners, generally employees, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um to make uh, a decision before being forced to make a decision. Uh, but it, it was very clear. And so, it, you know, I say it was a hard decision, but it's, it's really not. It's sort of hard to think about consequences that haven't come yet. But uh, yeah, the decision itself isn't that hard. And what we're doing now isn't that hard. It's just uh, caring a lot. And uh, we already do that. It's just in a different way. You
0: know? Yeah. You know, it's 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 been interesting because the the conversation which I was having on Friday versus what I'm having today on Monday is completely different. I mean, it's night and day. The The shift has been so, so quick and rapid. Have they cl- have they told you guys uh, has the have the authorities said in Venice or Santa Monica to close the gyms?
4: Yeah, so a few hours after we decided to close, the mayor of Los Angeles uh, added gyms and I think cinemas and maybe one other designation to the list of uh, operations that would need to be closed. And so, uh, you know, it's just an interesting thing. For me, it brought up, Uh, an interesting question around rules I've been thinking a lot about rules and and regulation and um, it's interesting when we place a lot of emphasis on rules and regulation and if you're the type of person or you're the type of system that places great emphasis on rules and regulation it ends up being like a a bottom floor, like you will go as low as the rules and regulations. And then you need a bunch of rules and regulations to make sure that you're like halfway decent or something. And uh, I, I just would have hoped that um, more folks wouldn't need to be mobilized simply by rules and regulations. I mean, you mentioned a couple cities there. Ironically, Santa Monica is not part of Los Angeles city, the city of Los Angeles and other places like uh, there's a little town or part of LA called El Segundo or Torrance or some of the beach cities that have their own kind of thing. And as of last time I checked, they're not under that jurisdiction of the announcement of the mayor. And so there's a weird dynamic where some people are making some pretty edgy decisions regarding what to do because they are feeling exempt of this thing. And... And even the feedback of those decisions in the comments section, so to speak, is quite polarized, you know. Oh my gosh, thank you. You're a lifesaver on one hand and like, dude, you need a lawyer. This is dangerous. What are you doing on the other hand? You know, and so it's an interesting time.
0: It is definitely an interesting time. And you're speaking specifically of a post that you shared with me this morning of a gym saying, okay, if you guys can't go to your gyms, come to ours at a very reduced price. <laughs> it's yeah, like, yeah. okay, you guys won't yeah. spread it over there, but why don't we keep spreading it over here? Yeah. It's Man. interesting. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. And right now... Uh, you guys made this decision, of course, uh, jointly, all the coaches and all the different um, uh, locations that you have. What's what's the plan?
4: Yeah, so the plan is, you know, and it's funny, I've been I've been asked by a couple of gym owners to coordinate on like some calls and I've kind of been doing my own brush fires today. Um, so I haven't engaged much with them yet, but... I think the real trip up, and I don't want this to come from a place of like arrogance and that that, like this is somehow really easy all of a sudden for us, but I think the main struggle is a contextual one. And that is a problem like separate of the coronavirus, and it's something that I talk about often, which is, you know, we decided before we started what the context was that we were like what, who we were and what we were providing as a business. And that's a model that we don't need to go too far into the details, but just for the sake of our conversation, it's a context that includes the idea that fitness is free and having access to equipment is all but free. And so the value of what we provide, and we've just rammed this down everyone's throat who, who, (laughs) who, is the prospective student of ours, is that they're enrolling in an institution to be taught movement and to be held in a um, framework that supports a lifelong development of performance. You know, and so when, when you've made that story clear, it's not that big of a leap to say, hey, quick pivot, we're living in a new world now, we're providing the same pillars, performance, in the context of community that supports a lifestyle, period. It just looks different now. And here's what it is. And so our announcement was, I think, helpful for our people. And it, I, I'm just noticing, I'm trying to say this from a non judgmental place. I was noticing that it, the tone felt very different than many of the other announcements that I saw. Our announcement was this is our decision, it's an important one to make. This is a massive pivot. Here's what we're doing and we are gonna crush it. And here's how we're gonna do it, A, B, C, D. Can't wait to show you an effort unknown to mankind in those ways. It felt like we we're taking action. A lot of the other announcements were sort of like, I'm sure you saw the announcement, we are forced to close, stay tuned. And it's like, well, I'm not I'm not feeling that stoked or held or supported in that thing, you know? And so I think that really, really helped uh, long-winded way to get around to answering your question, which is sort of we are uh, dialing up to level 12 out of 10 uh, coaching just in a new way. And so uh, the accountability goes up, the, the connection goes up. So we're, we've sort of delegated all the students to coaches uh, so that they're in constant communication. We created a digital hub, you know, basic thing via Facebook for people to coordinate We've deployed like some of our specialty course folks. So Ben Smith is doing uh, free nutrition calls because that's something that's in our control. You know, we can, we, maybe we can't get together, we can't go to work, but now you have all this free time to dial in your nutrition. What an opportunity, right? You got Timmy Moss wheeling and dealing on performance breath and the mindfulness side behind that as well. And, uh, you know, just to let a little bit more behind the curtain on that, I felt if I'm going to be vulnerable in this, um, I felt that if we didn't deliver a real thoughtful, actionable performance-based program, and it was just like willy nilly at home stuff, then we would lose the opportunity to unite under this thing. And, uh, and so I dumped a lot of eggs in the basket of compliance to this training. Like I will, I will get fitter during this process because we have narrowed the constraints to drive adaptation there. And uh, I think that really helps, you know, that, that in the minds of our people, uh, we have s- still honored our promise to them, which is that they're coming to us to drive performance and that is still gonna happen. It's just gonna happen in a very specific kind of way.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. you're And you're definitely doing this. You're not even 24 hours into this and you're leading from the front now showing yourself and demonstrating yourself doing uh, the training and actually uh, taking your own medicine. I think that's cool.
4: Yeah. and And there's a I have lots of really strong opinions about this that extend beyond the context of the virus thing. But You know, I think one of the less than prideful parts of the fitness industry right now is this pedestal in which programming is placed is such a premium. And I think it is playing, it's playing games with the sort of human condition, which is to, to relinquish responsibility And so if there's always a better program or it's the program's fault or whatever, then it's not your responsibility as an athlete. And you can kind of hop around programs. And we've seen that just the, you know, the, uh, community as a whole decides that you can't be fit unless you're doing outlaw and then it's something else and something else. And then, you know, we've seen 20 iterations of this thing. Uh, and you know, you know, as well as anyone that if we invest more attention to detail and the things that we can control, name, namely skill acquisition, like, so how well you move and namely like, uh, your compliance to a dose. So like proper intensity, uh, we can, we can do great things and training doesn't have to be that hard. It's not that hard. And so What we're trying to demonstrate is just real simple efficacy in that. Um, And it's just a kind of a cool side bonus to to say that because we don't have the bells and whistles of all the other things that would normally show up in a program that a bunch of people are obsessed with because their favorite CrossFitter does it or something.
0: Right. And and this is kind of back to something that you've talked about many times, which is the difference between the technical and the adaptive. You're saying the technical is very simple. The adaptive is the hard part. That's what we're going to assist you with. And it's it's really something that I, I could just tell in, in the way that you were talking about this, just on Instagram stories, that that is a clear focus for you guys going forward. And now my question to follow up here is, What's the what's the deal with the members? Are they paying the regular membership? Um, how do you finance this, this time?
4: It's a great question. It's a hot topic. And uh, I want to put in a caveat here because I don't want my message to sound like this unrelatable, like rainbow at the end of the, you know, um, gold at the end of the rainbow kind of thing. Um, as of right now, we are... We are, of course, allowing any of our members to cancel or, or pause their membership if they choose, but we came out so hot saying, "What? I dare you to be let down by what we're about to show you. And we are going to deliver and over deliver on, on what it is that you came for, so to speak, uh, to the point where we're. We're going to try our best so that you don't feel like you want to or should cancel your membership. Now, I say that without judgment. Right? This is a hard time for a lot of people. And, um, yeah, there's no judgment in someone who's canceling or downgrading. But like I said earlier, the context of what we do from the very beginning, and this is, a, a I don't want to say a mistake, but I would personally call it a mistake, uh, in, you know, if you've created the context that your value is you've sold people a secret workout called CrossFit, then yeah, when stuff like this happens, you don't have the secret workout anymore, you know, cause without the barbell, there's no thrusters and without the thrusters, none of this works. And so if that's the story, it's a, it's a hard sell to say, Hey, we're still giving you what you came for. Uh, for us, we are delivering on, uh, the performance community lifestyle piece in the most rigorous way we know how right now. So the assumption is, and who knows how long this will last. I'm open to the idea that we would have to go out of business. Like a lot of people will. Um, but I am just going to focus on the things that we can control to, to give ourselves the best chance to, to make it through this. And I'm very optimistic about that. Uh, and so we're trying to deliver on the memberships that people are paying. Anyway, now I'll give you some stats and some will be maybe sad or expected. And then some will be really surprising and positive people have canceled. People absolutely have. Some people have paused and we respect and take action on that immediately. But check this out, dude. Just before I hopped on this call with you, I got two and I haven't even looked at them all yet. But the team sent over two uh, communications. Um, one I sent out. It was a text message from a non-member who used to be a member. Long story short, work has taken him away from the program. He's asking to whom he should pay the drop-in for doing today's training in the park,
1: and yes. so he's. <laughs> he's paying-
4: He's, he's paying for a drop-in to a gym that he's not a member at for a workout that he didn't have to do with us, our equipment or any of our coaches present. And that is a complete opt-in choice based on the value that he felt for a thing that he has grown to care a lot about. We have a member who, uh, has done many of our programs and similar type of story work uh, had her move away etc and she was so inspired by the online action that we took early in this process that she has inquired as to which membership she should sign up for for this process knowing that she will never come into the gym uh
0: may zing this this is the stuff that i'm 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 excited to hear you say it because when I I'm getting goosebumps right now because this goes back to fake gym. This goes back to when you started in the park.
4: That's it, and the, the, they're trying to figure out what the best hashtag is. So far, I think it is hashtag Fake Gym Take Two because we went from the park to the gym back to the park. But uh, anyway, people are living in some some nostalgia that's
0: really cool amazing amazing i mean to me this is hopeful to hear you say this now i know that a lot of people have not been operating the way that you guys operate at deuce uh, have not been thinking this way are not ready but i do believe they can learn a lot from what you guys are doing is there anything you guys are changing or you recommend Uh, people follow uh, with deuce that they could potentially learn from i mean we're talking coaches prep business prep what 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 should people do to be able to engage with what you're working on right now
4: yeah you know we do a lot of education it should be noted that these these educational things that i'm about to share are not like I guess you could judge it however you want. To me, they're not like, hey, I'm wheeling and dealing uh, you know, stuff on the internet. Uh, they're all programs and courses built to serve our own thing. I mean, what we're trying to do is much bigger than anything I've seen, and so there's just a lot of groundwork there. Now, you know, this is a super meta concept because this is something that I would coach people to do anyway. There's a lot of work you could do with better upside, without adding more work. So if I'm going to do this work for our own teams, then for zero extra minutes of work, I can build it in a way that can be shared to other people. And that's how Business Prep 101 works. Uh, you know, just a quick communication on that. It's a 13 week course that uh, teaches weekly principles and entrepreneurship and business. That essentially, like, expedites what going to business school would be like. You get our whole original business plan, and we talk about everything from building culture to pricing to team communication, et cetera, Uh, and I do a weekly coaching call. That actually starts on March 24th, and all the folks who enrolled in the Hold the Standard Summit, which is a a weekend course that I teach on all these things, uh, has been postponed, and so all those folks, I just kind of gifted the course. So we're going to have a big group of, of diverse folks, not just gym owners, taking that course, um, Business Prep 101 together. And uh, yeah, each week there's a short video lecture. There's some reading material, a case study from another industry, and then an, an assignment where you can kind of put the stuff to work. And then there's Coaches Prep, like you said, which is how we develop and hire coaches. And that's an online course as well. But yeah, I mean, the conversation is easy to follow. I would just say, check us out on social media and, uh, you know, the things that we're saying are on purpose and there's a lot behind it. There's more behind it than I think most anyone has time for, but uh, we're trying to, to create some real value here. One of the things we talk about is, you know, making decisions that don't leave us fragile. And I don't want to add any more like fear to the system we have plenty of that but you know it should be noted that like nature doesn't take into account our preferences okay and not everyone is going to make it through this process and that can be true and this not be you know sad or upsetting it's it nature is asking us to level up and so i am excited to to put an organization that allegedly we like to claim that we are quite anti-fragile and built in a way that is set up for things like this. And so sort of excited in a morbid way (laughs) as I do get to, uh, step up to this and, uh, and thrive through it.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. I feel the same way. I mean, As scary as it is to see uh, the spread of the virus and the social, economical impact that this is having, at the same time, it's kind of like you say, what an opportunity. We are getting a massive upgrade right now, whether we are ready or we want it or not. And uh, it's a matter of just going with it. So I I think you're, you're totally right. I'm with you on that. And what's coming up for me right now is, I know a lot of people are already scared about the the virus itself and the hysteria that comes from one side of the media and the potential impact on people's livelihood right now. What what would some words be that you could share for people to anchor themselves down uh, going forward at this time be?
4: Well, I'm, you know, not to beat a dead horse, anybody who's heard me talk is maybe going to start rolling their eyes now but you know we've been talking about this for thousands of years this is like the ultimate predicament okay and and the ultimate predicament is that there's always some percentage of your reality that is outside of your control and the winner is the one who can devote the most attention and energy and focus on the things that he or she can control. And such amazing things have come out of times like this, such amazing things. And so it seems like to place our attention anywhere else isn't just not helpful. It limits our chances of, repeating and creating the type of greatness that we've seen come out of these types of environments. And so I'm not just like having an inspiring conversation with you on the phone. When I say, this is a great time to go deeper and to excel in areas. And the way I talked about it on the Instagram story today, I was trying to create context for the training, you know, because an amateur would sort of look at this time and be like, well, I don't have access to my favorite barbell and the platform is gone and I don't even have any rings in my house and all of these types of things Uh, in the same way that the amateur who gets injured is sort of focused on all of the things that he or she can't do. Uh, When the constraints get narrowed, it just allows for more precision in your action, right? And so it's like, it's almost like freedom. If if two weeks ago, you woke up and you had 3000 options, and today you have 10. What an opportunity to focus we're the least focused I ever remember being. And I don't know if you can relate to that but I mean, I used to be able to just get lost in my work. And I, that was such an asset of mine. And, uh, I still think I have that in me and it shows up, but if I'm going to be honest, it's a freaking insane exercise of keeping all the plates twirling. And right now I feel like I'm going back to my, my basics, my roots, you know, where I, where I could just focus on a ball. I could focus on a scenario. I could focus on a, a math problem and just really go deep. And so I think it, uh, it's not just lip service when I say this is an opportunity. The constraints are going to allow us to flex in a very narrow but important way.
0: Yeah, I'm, ex- I'm excited. I'm excited to see how this continues to unfold. I'm excited to uh, continue the conversation. And I'm just grateful you took the time to, to talk to me. I'm, I'm going to be putting this thing up. In a little podcast here shortly, and uh, yeah, see if people can uh, feel a little inspired, find a little insight, and get at it.
4: Thanks, dude. You know I respect the hell out of you, and I would talk to you twenty-three hours a day if you love me. So <laughs> I appreciate it. I gotta
0: sleep one hour, you know. That that's right. You gotta sleep a little bit. <laughs> well, dude, nap. That that's right. I'm I'm good at those. Um. Much love to you, dude. Thank you for taking the time and, uh, here for you all the way, whatever I can do, um, say the word and I'll be there.
4: Thank you. Much love to you, bro.
0: And that my friends is what Logan had to say about this whole situation and how he's navigating it. And in my opinion, His message and his current outcome within the first 24 hours of this transition sounds positive and hopeful to me. And I think we should take a page out of his book, literally out of what Deuce Jim is doing and his physical book, Going Right, and start to make the hard decisions now because we are in a time of transition and we must adapt. And in order to transition, we must upgrade. And I think the upgrade is happening at a mental level. It is happening in the way that we move and act. It is happening in our awareness, our consciousness. We are waking up to a new reality. It's happening in our relationships. It is happening through our craft, the thing that we do. And it's also happening in how we manage our value and our resources. And my purpose throughout this time is to assist as many people as I can through this because I can sense it's going to be rough and I think we can make a lot out of this and uh, I think it can be great. So all I want to say is much love to everyone. I hope everyone is staying safe. I hope everyone is acting now and if you need anything, you know where to find me and I'll be following up with another podcast talking about specifically how we can take this moment and this opportunity to create this upgrade so for now over and out i will talk to you soon and much love peace
1: this is the freestyle way